Hey, this is Kevin. Before we start the show, I want to make sure you are aware that at 10 a.m. on Friday, April the 2nd, I will be hosting an international live broadcast. I hope you will join me and friends around the world for this powerful message entitled God's Gift of Opportunity. You can join me on Zoom, Facebook Live, or YouTube for this powerful message. Regardless of your time zone, look for it at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, April the 2nd. I'll see you there. Welcome to the Audacious Generosity Podcast. Here we celebrate giving without the pressure to give. Audacious generosity is where God is the giver and giving depends on what God puts into your hands. Now, here's your host, Kevin White. Good morning. Welcome to Audacious Generosity. It's Tuesday, March the 16th, and I am so ecstatic to have you in the audience today listening to the show. Welcome to all the friends in the United States, India, United Kingdom, Thailand, Philippines, Pakistan, Kenya, Lithuania, South Korea, Iran, Germany, Alain Islands. If you are in the audience, I'm sincerely appreciating you today. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review there. It would help us so much. I would love to hear from you. Please email me, kevin at kevinwhite.us. Share with me what you like about the show and any improvements. We would love to take those into consideration. Today's episode is not going to disappoint you. It is excerpts of an interview with my friend, John Matrazon from the Along the Way podcast. We are going to be talking about learning that God is the giver. It makes all the difference in the world. It actually changes everything when you and I accept the truth that God is the giver. Let's listen to the interview. Here we go. You're dealing with a a very impoverished population in India, Mm -hmm. and God has put on your heart this message of audacious generosity. Yeah. And how do you talk about that? And that's what your book is. That's the name of your book. How do you communicate a message about being generous to people that are poor? Mm -hmm. One of my first experiences was a leper colony that Pastor Raja took us to two hours outside of Hyderabad. And I remember going there, and as we were about to leave, they came begging, asking for Bibles. And I just saw the, the, their passion for the Word of God, and it really convicted me to return. I remember pa- Pastor Raja and I talking through the logistics of getting them several boxes of Bibles, but really feeling burdened for them to have a shepherd and to have a, a local church. And so at that time, we began sponsoring a pastor. I asked Pastor Raja, is any of your pastors available to go and pastor? Would they be willing? And there was actually, for several years, a pastor pastor with leprosy that was able to go into the leper colony and be a pastor there. And for $60 a month, we sponsored his entire uh, pastorate, then helped build a home for him and a church and different things there in, in the leper colony. As we were sort of 
commissioning him as a pastor. My son and I go over, my son leads worship and I, I was preaching. And I remember in, in one of the meetings, really feeling the Holy Spirit just, just nagging me. I did not want to preach a message on tithing. I thought that, <laughs> you know, here we are in the world's poorest people on the planet and God wants me to talk about tithing. And, mm-hmm. and it really wasn't about financial. It was about surrender and honoring him. The message turned into a call of that, but then a prophetic word that they were going to become a city on a hill, that they would be the light of God for the surrounding area, that this this despised group of people would become the ambassadors of Almighty God. And that has that has happened over, over the years. And that was just one example of many throughout these years of God just really convicting me of that he is the cheerful giver and has always been the cheerful giver for God so loved that he gave. I can't read the word now and not see the word give jumping off the pages (laughs) everywhere I turn. But for the longest time, I felt scales over my eyes of really understanding that God is the giver and that Mm. giving depends upon what he puts into our hands. And so now, by the grace of God, there's this book that I really believe will be influential for nations around the world to really get a hold of this truth about giving. Because unfortunately, research shows whenever it comes to giving, the people of God run in the other direction. Yeah, And yeah, I am convinced in heaven they're throwing parties every time we have the opportunity to give because they know the blessings of God that are reserved when we are following God and honoring Him in, in the area of our giving. I love the illustration of you know, somebody holds out their hand and you put in a dollar on their hand and you tell them, hold it, hold on to that tight. And then they try to put another dollar in. And mm-hmm. if you're holding on to that with a clenched fist, you're holding on to what you have, then, then you can't have more. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to hold on to it with an open hand, then yeah, you're, you're in control of that, but it's, God's able to put on more and give you more than what you had before as you're yeah. willing to not not hold on to it so much that it, it controls you. As my uh, eight years in missions, I had to live on the generosity of other people and mm-hmm. living by faith. And mm-hmm. I saw God provide in tremendous ways in my life. Then God challenged me to be generous with for other people. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't make a whole lot of money living by <laughs> living by uh, living by faith and living on the support that it was coming in. One time in particular, God told me to offer a basically offer a scholarship for these two brothers to come to the United States from Columbia to do our summer program where they would learn how to share their faith. And then they would go on an outreach with us. Uh, They were just tremendous translators as high schoolers. Mm. And I felt like God say, make them an offer that if they can get there, that you'll cover everything. Mm. And I didn't have that money, Mm -hmm. but I made that promise to them. And I said, I told that to their dad as well. And I said, I promise you this. When the time came, I had the money and those guys came. Mm. But I, I, whenever I made that promise, it wasn't there. It was a total faith thing. But mm. I was able to be generous and then have faith to be even more generous. Mm-hmm. And w- would you say that that is kind of a bit of the audacious generosity that you're talking about? Yeah. 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 The whole word audacious is just that word of acknowledging the risk involved. Uh, it is risky to deny ourselves and to put yeah. other people first. 
Uh, There was a moment in time that our family needed food and we had come to a place that was out of our control. This was after I'd gone to India. So I'm free in Christ. And yet there's no food in the refrigerator or in the cabinets. And I'm before God. And this verse keeps pounding, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. And I really felt convicted that it would be the will of God for me to care about other people that was without food, but did not know the presence of God. And I literally, by the grace of God, felt the Holy Spirit guiding me to pray, Father, give us food that others might eat. That Mm. seemed like an incredible inconsideration to our family's need for food, but we serve the God that lacks nothing. So absolutely, He can feed my family and a lot of other families. And I saw that in John uh, 6 with the miracle of the feeding of the multitude. The disciples Mm -hmm. ate too, but had they taken the loaves and fish from Jesus and sat down and ate it, it, the story would have ended right there. But they had to go and distribute it. And then it said when everyone had their fill, they picked up 12 basketfuls of leftovers. So they ate as well, but they had to follow the Lord in in distributing it, first and foremost, caring about the needs of others, realizing God's got their back. They're not going to go hungry. As long as they're close to Jesus, he's going to take care of them. And that's true for you and I today. All of a sudden, unexpectedly, God started blessing our family. We just kept building. God multiplies. It's a miracle that God provided us many times when we needed it the most. What's your generosity story? Check out some heartwarming stories at generosityofgod.com and share your story. You'll find amazing stories. He said, hey, this is for you, and asked me to take what uh, was in his hands. It was exactly 10,000 rupees. I was so overwhelmed and uh, shocked by God's goodness. As she did that, Paige went on out to her vehicle, loaded it in the trunk of her car, and she said, okay, God, what now? Miraculous stories by ordinary people just like you. Go to generosityofgod.com and share your story today. How do you swallow an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. Hi, I'm Kevin White, and I'm inviting you to subscribe to Generously Blessed, my free one-minute motivation series. In Romans 12, verse 2, God says we are transformed as we change our minds. When you subscribe to Generously Blessed, I will send you a personal email Monday through Friday and coach you day by day into a life generously blessed by God. Go to kevinwhite.us and subscribe now. It will be one minute a day you'll not regret. I guarantee it. Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity, was an instant international bestseller on Amazon. Audacious Generosity is now available worldwide on Amazon in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. You'll find the Audacious Generosity ebook on Apple Books, Kindle, Google Play, and all the popular online ebook stores. The Audacious Generosity audiobook was recorded by Kevin himself, and reviewers are loving it. The audiobook can be found online in over 40 audiobook stores worldwide, including Audible, Apple, Google, and more. Buy Audacious Generosity for yourself. 
gift it to your family and friends for the holidays. Discover why Audacious Generosity was an instant bestseller. Audacious Generosity is all about you enjoying a living relationship with God that's fueled by courage, characterized by freedom, and overflowing with audacious generosity. Get your copy today. Somebody that feels like they have nothing, they can't really give much, they can't they don't, they feel like they can't be a generous person because they just don't have it to give it. What's the first step that they can do? Well, I would say, unfortunately, I, I know, I know your intent and what you're getting at as far as a Christian believing yeah. that, but, but really if we're thinking we have nothing, then, then really we need to go back and study our theology about the person of Jesus and the reality of the presence of God, because we're talking about being imparted by the one who owns everything and everything has been made by him and for him. And so, yes, you're exactly right. It is possible to feel very limited in our capacity to give, but God has no limit in his capacity to give. And so Mm -hmm. really audacious generosity is not about accounting for your bank account. It's about opening up your hands and Mm -hmm. letting God flow through your hands, bringing heaven to earth. And then you taking as many people to heaven with you when you when you go and just committing up front. There's been one of the theme verses as as I wrote was was just that teaching you have not because you ask not. And when mm-hmm. you ask, you ask with ill motives that you may use it on your own pleasures. Well, the opposite of that verse is absolutely as true as the warning that that verse gives to us. If you ask God, if then then you can you can expect to have what you are asking, but you ask God with proper motives that you will use what he puts into your hands for the purposes of God. Mm-hmm. And there's no limit to what, I mean, Matthew 7, 11, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? So it's the collide of those two verses that really open up the door to audacious generosity. And you're right. We're all at times going to feel buttoned naked with nothing that we can give, but audacious generosity is just simply opening up your hands. And the last three words of the book is open your hands. And I just find freedom in that. It's not about open your bank account, open your wallet. It's not about, you know, one person being able to financially do more than the other. Every one of us, obviously, if we're physically limited, then we can misunderstand the point of open your hands, but spiritually we can all live open-handedly. That's something we can all do. Amen. And that that's so important. I'm glad that you took that time to really explain that because as, as people are listening, I don't want people to feel that there's nothing that we have, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's always something. And you said at the beginning that you felt like you were broken and in bondage, Mm -hmm. but God brought you to a place where you had freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. And these these three different sections of your book talk about being free, setting yourself free, setting God free, and you know, setting so that you can bless others. Mm-hmm. Normally, I wait a little bit later, but this this seems like the right time to to ask this. You know, Kevin, would you just talk to somebody, maybe just pray for them right now that mm. feels that like I just can't do this. I don't understand this. I don't feel like I feel like there's that that thing missing in my life. Um, just could you just minister just take a couple of minutes and just minister to that person and pray for them i just want to speak 
a word of encouragement that you can be a channel by which God moves his resources from heaven onto the earth. It, it doesn't depend upon your financial wealth, your education level, your social status. It just depends upon your availability. The only thing God lacks is our availability. And, and it's not that, that he can't move unless we are obedient. If, if we refuse and we rebel against God, he can always use someone else. We're, we're always replaceable. But he has chosen to love us. He's chosen to invite us into his work. And I just want to pray that over you. Heavenly Father, I just want to speak to every person in the audience and pray over them that they'll be given grace to just see the vision of them being a pipeline. Nothing more than that. Just a simple channel by which you move your resources from heaven onto earth, that you extend your presence into the lives of other people, and that we would not be a dam, we would not know a spirit of greed, but that we would know a spirit of generosity. The same characteristic of Almighty God would just be unleashed into every member of the audience now and those still to come uh, listening to this episode in the years ahead. Father, that your grace would just flow, that they would experience this courage and this freedom to, to live with audacious generosity, really just setting you free to be who you are. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, Kevin. I really yeah. appreciate that. And mm-hmm. I know that my listeners do as well. Mm. Yeah. You know, Kevin, it's been an, an honor to have you on this program and mm. to talk about your life and the audacious generosity, uh, how to experience, receive, and give more than you ever thought possible. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for just allowing me to have a glimpse into your life and to join you along with your way. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Audacious Generosity podcast. Join us next week as we open our hands up to God and let Him fill them for the Great Commission.